This is Alan with Toon Army Baltimore. A gooner and a toffee walk into a bar. Decide to do a shit football podcast. You're listening to the DU Football Show. He had an interesting midweek. He did. That was very interesting for them. Uh, that's uh, a l- l- let's say in, quite enjoyable, to be honest. In an extended game, perhaps. <laughs> let's try not <laughs> to make like it. That. Let's not try to make this extended. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, a the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a Lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and over there, he don't use no product, it's only Vaseline. My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham, I guarantee you, you do not know that reference. No, but I also don't use Vaseline either, it's just straight skin to skin, it's, you know what I mean? She don't use jelly, she uses Vaseline, it's a song, it's okay, don't, all right. don't worry about it, it's yeah. perfectly alright. Was it made before it was born? Um, no, you were actually born during the time, it's in the 90s, so you were alive. Okay. Just uh, I, I was just asking, I just it, didn't know, because sometimes you say a lot of shit of things that happened before my young, you know, attractive self was born. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Hey, damn, you're so pretty, Johnny Bravo. Why don't you tell everybody how they can get in touch with us? All right, well, after you do the monkey, you would hit us up at DU Football Show on all the social medias, Show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. Damn, he's pretty, and he gets references, too. <laughs> How about that? Look at that. Well, that was a cartoon in the 90s, which I would have been just prime age to watch. Yeah, but it was at nighttime. That, how, why do you think it became such a womanizing, you know, sex fiend? <laughs> Quality parenting skills. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, since we are across the realm in Zoom for a very good reason, because you need to get very drunk, what are you currently drinking and what else will you be drinking? Because I need you to drink a ton. You have a list to read for fuck's sake. Okay, so I have, I did a bottle kill. Ah, so we like I that. I have a, um, what was this? Uh, Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Very good. I only had about two glasses left, so I poured them all at once and then add a little ice. Excuse me. So that's going down. 94 proof that uh, run you anywhere between 80 and 120, depending how bad the store wants to rape you, because it's one of those allocated products. So now the, the 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 very important question is is what's going to be the next thing because I mean you simply cannot exist on just one double pour of whiskey. 
I brought a pint of uh, Mai Tai down from the old uh, Myers Dark Rum from Hublin Cocktails, uh, owned by Sazerac. Myers is one of the brands they bought off of Diageo a couple of years ago that remained with my company and put into my division. So I get a bunch of this fun stuff that they come out with. Um, so this one is 40% by volume. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 40 proof, 20% by volume. Um, but it's a full pint and that'll be gone by the time we finish the show. That's what I like to hear. Very good. And then I brought three beers down and I'm sure we'll take a break at some point since we're not streaming this. Yes. I like that. That's exactly what's going to have to happen. Now, uh, for those of you who do not know what's going on is that, uh, today, this Thursday, and you all are going to be hearing this on Friday, the transfer window has closed. And uh, what we like to do every year, because by utter and complete mistake, the first year, we had Sam go over all the... You say mistake. I say creative genius. (laughs) What? what? That instead of recapping, you just read every single name. Uh, It's legendary. Sam was exceptionally hammered. Um and uh, may have been uh, with a friend of his that may or may not have been enjoying a uh, fresh air, a fresh air pen, possibly that, that may or may not have hot boxed his car. That's just a may, rumor. May or may not. So there might have been some contact that's, issues there. That's a rumor. You can't prove that. And uh, Mr. Graham, I had told him ahead of time as we got ready to read to do this. I was like, hey, look, just hit the highlights. There's a lot of names on that list. It's really not necessary. He started at AFC Bournemouth, and he read every fucking name <laughs> till Wolverhampton wasn't even in the league yet. Till he had gotten all the way through the last person with, um, with I think West Brom was still in the league. It was in the league. It was either West Brom or West Ham that he had finished with, and oh, it would have been West Ham. <laughs> would have been West Ham. And uh, I know I have a fancy cough button, and I didn't use it. Fuck off. Um, but. <laughs> As Graham continued to read this, uh, our, our good friend, uh, Ms. Uh, Chef Bentley, uh, just looked at me and he's giggling as la- as much as he can. He goes, he won't stop. Just, he just won't stop. It just keeps going. And um, since then, uh, we did realize the creative genius of all of that. So what we do every year that the transfer window ends, even if it lands on a Monday, we purposely do not do the show live in studio because we want Graham in his house. Why, Graham? So I can get really drunk and I don't have to drive because we are fucking responsible. Exactly. We're going to be responsible. And what we do is we get ha- we get Graham really, really hammered, and then we have him read the transfer list. The whole the eastern thing. The Eastern European names are fun, especially when you're tanked. That that is that's it. He, he, I'm not he sure what PZO with a line through it is supposed to sound like, but uh, that comes up fairly often. I want to make this sound more entertaining, but I can't. He simply gets drunk and reads a list, and th- that is all. <laughs> um, but that's it. It's like a car accident. It's it, it's so gruesome you can't look away. It's so bad that it's good. You know, that's you, the thing. It's like you know, Tosh point out. Well, see, that's the problem. The, the problem in all of this right now, though, Graham, is is you currently aren't drinking and you have a state you need to get to. So why don't you go ahead and continue to drink unresponsibly since you are in your own home? Everybody else drink responsibly. Very good. I am drinking uh, uh, the Glenlivet Enigma, which was uh, I'm also bottle killing as well, Mr. Graham. Uh, this is from the 2018 list of uh, Whiskey Advocate, and this was a top tenner. 
Was he an El Devo? El Devo, yes, he was. Yeah. Well, if he was a top tenor, you yeah. figure he'd be in the best operatic quartet ever. I'm you just you're, okay. yeah. I, I I hear you with your jokes, that, there, Graham. That was for Taylor. Okay, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Enjoy that, you twat. Oh, what? So you can put up another meme of you as the concert girl and me as the concert boyfriend with your arm around my neck, that meme, yelling something into my ear? Yes, I understand. As I give the 100-yard stare of why is this woman talking to me thing? Yes, you're absolutely right. The um, Enigma is Mystery Barrel. Uh, They never say specifically what it is that they do with it each year. Um, this one was fun. I found it to be a little hot. It's definitely, uh, um, not a sherry finish. It's definitely a bourbon barrel finish because, um, you could see the color very pale on it. Um, where American white Oak gives bourbon a lot of flavor. It's because it's, I mean, gives bourbon a lot of color. It's because it's brand new. Once it gets used and gets sent off to uh, Scotland and it's cold in Scotland, Eh, it don't give you much, man. It gives you very, very little color, but it does give you all the caramel vanilla flavor that you look for because that's what you want out of it. Um, well, exactly, yeah. And it it's it's about one hundred and sixty five hundred seventy five. You're not finding the bottle. The bottle does not exist anymore. It's it's a one off for a year. And if you can find it, um, and it's reasonable, and you're a space side person, I would say buy it. If you find it and you're not a Scotch person. Do not buy it. It's uh, leave, it alone. Leave, yeah. leave it. Leave it for the Scotch. Leave it for the Scotch aficionado that's going to appreciate and love it. It's uh, it's good, not great. That's what I'd have to say about it. So, heard. Alrighty, well, Mister Graham, let's go ahead and get into the action. Yeah, let's do it. There we go. Uh, I got to move all the notes around and everything. Look at me being completely unorganized and not ready. I thought we were professionals, Mr. Graham. Well, I am. I, I have my notes right here. All right. We open with a crazy game at Anfield as Newcastle go toe-to-toe with yet another top club, Liverpool 2, Newcastle 1. Um, Liverpool gets scored on first again. This is 8 of 9 of their last games. The only one they have not gotten scored on first in was the 9 nothing drubbing last week of Bournemouth. And that's cuz Bournemouth didn't score. Absolutely. They um I don't know what's going on with them this season. Um this game wasn't particularly pretty either. I mean the the Bournemouth result is an outlier if you look at their first you know five games here um as as a collective Bournemouth's a very bad team. That's why Liverpool beat them the way they did. Well, exactly, exactly right. They um, they're just not cohesive at the moment. They're very disjointed. I mean, we could say this about a few teams. I, uh, you know, I wrote that about Villa that we're going to talk about here shortly as well. It's just they they don't seem to be firing on all cylinders. You know, they they just the team seems fractured at the moment. And they're, nobody's playing their, their normal game that we've come to expect over the last kind of 18 months. And that's the problem because they're a team that should be battling for every single trophy available to them this year. That's well, that's not part a of the good problem. way to start. And maybe that's part of it is they did battle for every – they played literally every possible game they could play in a calendar seat. Yep. Right? Last season. And for them, that massive disappointment of only coming away with two trophies and the two lesser trophies out of the four, I think that's a uh, that's an issue. And we've we've spoken many times 
about Liverpool not liking necessarily not taking to the FA Cup very often. Right. You uh, know, and so coming away with a League Cup and an FA Cup is like fucking small potatoes. Like, like it's just a massive letdown for them, you know, to come so close. And at one point on the final day of the season, they had the they had one hand on the Premier League trophy. Right, right, fair enough. They so, really did. Now, uh, uh, welcome to the fucking Premier League, uh, Newcastle new signing, Mister Isaac. Yeah, fuck yeah, and he, uh, off to a flyer. I don't think he was offside. Either. I was gonna say should have had two. Should have had yep. two. I think I think he was on there. I've reached the point just as a as a, a watcher of this league. Um, I'm going to assume that for the most part, they're getting it right anymore. I'm not going to sit there and just beat myself over the head, figuring out the blue line and the red line. I would say Everton, who we'll get on to, looked like he was onside. This situation looked like he was onside as well. Both got called off sides. As long as you're consistently doing that, I'm not really going to bitch. Like, because right, yeah, just... I mean that's that's fair. But I, what what kind of pisses me off about the whole thing in general, um, and this is a, a specific line that another pundit that that I listen to says frequently, is goals are the best bit. Yeah, that's why we're here. It's for the fucking goals. <laughs> That's that is the best bit of football is yeah, goals. Agreed. And this this toenail that you know the Nike swoosh on his on his boot had a, a loose string had a loose thread in it, so he's offside. That shit's got to go. I, I I'm not a fan of that. I I kind of like the Arsene Wenger. He's done a lot of problematic things over the last couple of years with mm-hmm. some things he's come out once for the international game. But one point I do take is the is the daylight rule. What advantage, you tell me, what advantage either one in your game or in this game did that player gain from none. the position that their toenail was in? N- none. None. So none. even none if their even if their entire foot was beyond the defender, what advantage really is that? The defender wasn't even close to him. Right. Right. So I, I would like to see uh, some sort of daylight rule implemented where the whole body has to be across the line, mm. you know? Like the um yeah, but then but the then game? it becomes how much how much shade is behind that fucking line then, you yeah, know it, it'll it's, it'll always be it's just, something. It's just really Sam. easy. It's just really easy to do. I mean, it, it, it seems easy. I mean, they'll fuck it up for sure, but yeah, you know, on the face of it, it seems pretty easy to do. That's the only rule that changes every goddamn year. It's the all sure. rule, the way it's interpreted. I'll, and um, also, you but speak- what was it, what was it, Brighton? had somebody that mm-hmm. flicked the ball over the top that was five yards offside, and they still allowed the corner to stand, even though there was a clear and obvious error, and VAR didn't look at it. Right, right. Well, and it's, In their um, game. And it, these two, you're going to call it because he was offside literally by the length of a bee's dick? Well, also, those, so. those two, you know what the major difference was there? Sideline official put his flag up during the because remember last year they kept the flags down the whole time and they would just let var sort it out after the fact well now because the flag's been put up it has to be a clear and obvious error that he didn't mean to put it's like like you have to prove that he was on sides because the call on the field is is that he's off sides um that and again as long for for me as long as you keep to the fucking rule just 
pick a fucking rule, stick with it, call it that way for everybody, you know, because there's enough bullshit, and I'm sure we'll talk about it soon enough. There's enough other bullshit that that bigger clubs get away with that smaller clubs do not get away with that I just want some level of fucking consistency with with the offsides. And I'm, I mean, I, honestly, I like I said, I've, I'm, I'm almost numb to it anymore. I'm just numb to it. Yeah, it just it, it pisses me off. It's it's annoying. It's unnecessary stoppage. It takes fucking ages in a lot of cases um, when they got to get the lines out. You know, it, it, it just I'm I'm sick of it. I, I'm with you there. Good, I'm just kind of good first goal for uh, for Liverpool. I mean, normally it, it didn't take a moment of genius. It was just a really good build up play. That got mm. slotted away. Like that's it was good. It was good vision by Mo Salah and Firmino for all the shit that he's been through over the last eighteen months when Jota came in and all that mm. kind of stuff. Uh, kind of losing his place, uh, you know, for for large large periods, being kind of a bit part player. Um, I think he's go, you know, taking his chance that Jota's hurt right now and saying, you know what, go fuck yourself. Yeah, this is my position. Yep. You know, and you hadn't scored at Anfield since what March or something, or in a year or something like that. March of last year is the last time he scored at Anfield. Now he's got three and three assists in his last two games. Yeah. Um, now I do got to get into it. Uh, Nick Pope had himself a hell of a game, but Nick Pope also took a bump early, and then he took a bump right at the end, really fucking hard. Oh yeah, really hard. I, you know, I got a question. It, why do you loan out to Bravka? I mean, yeah, you have Darlow, but you might need both of those bodies. And that really made no sense at all to me why they did that today when Pope could honestly be hurt. Oh, Sam, I'm sorry. Wait, uh, Liverpool just scored. We should probably go back and talk about that. <laughs> what, after after the game was actually over, they did, did you like, or, or extended time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're we're into the ninth minute of four minutes of stoppage time now. The cubes have already gone, but sorry, we got to go back. Uh, what a volley from Carvalho! Obviously, Ooh. a little lucky, uh, a little lucky, but it was uh, it was good. I mean, it, you know that that corner uh, being given was swung in beautifully, and then you know, kind of a, was a little scramble there, uh, yeah. uh, and then Carvalho just snatched at it. It was it was excellent. You got to think. Was it Lascelles? Maybe that that ball bounced, and you saw Pope kind of go for it. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure and who it was. He, he flicked his somebody flicked their leg up and popped the ball back up into the air. Yeah, and Pope had to try to retreat. Yeah, but from that close a distance, I mean, Carvalho, as long as it's on target and not on Nick Pope's person, right. it's going in the back. As long of the as he net. doesn't shoot it off Nick Pope's face or chest, it's going in the back of the net. It's going in the back of the net. Yeah, so, and and it did uh, so, right off the underside of the crossbar. Um, it, it was, you know, a, a crazy finish to the game. I feel for Newcastle fans in this. I don't often offer them sympathy, um, but this is what I do feel for them. Should have gotten I the point. I, they deserved the point. Yeah, for sure. And, now, and there was still a, there was still a chance for for Newcastle down the other end just before that as well. Right now, let's let's you know, allow me to say the following because we all know I'm going to talk with a certain level of blue colored lenses. But also, we need to look at this efficiently, and there, 
there was too much time at the end of the match. You know, it, it's yeah. despite injuries, despite time wasting, all of it. it oh, too. No, 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 no. Don't you know? It's because Pope faked an injury and they added on the 94 seconds. That's all there was. No need to look any further. Yeah, the Dutch Tulip definitely did not put a fucking elbow into his back. And um, uh, let me get to that in a second. First and foremost, <laughs> I want to say the following. If you're Newcastle, you've got to clear that line. You had multiple opportunities to clear that line. Yes. You did not clear that line. The goal stands. You deserve to lose because you didn't clear that line. Don't yes. let it be in the officials' fucking hands, right? Yep. Very simple. That's that is the very simplest part of it. But 100%. We're going to add conjecture because that's what we fucking do. We're a biased fucking show. There was five minutes of stoppage time added. Uh, Pope did get hurt. Um, if this was Pickford, I would even admit that's time wasting. That's him being a shit. Nick Pope ain't that kind of fucking keeper. He's just not. He's never right. proven to be that guy before. Like, he's he's a Leighton Baines type, James Milner type. This is a stand-up yeah, fucking bloke. Honest pro. If he goes down, something's wrong with him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's precisely. a Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane. He's an honest pro that, yeah. that's going to – I mean, they were cheats in other ways, but – in terms of feigning injury, they didn't do that. He was down for 90 seconds. 94. 94 seconds. 94 Somebody seconds. counted, apparently. 94 I seconds. Have no idea. That's the claim. Why was the score goal scored at the uh, 98th minute? No, 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 no. Exactly 94 seconds, because that's yes. how math works. Right. When you when you played that back to me and then told me that it was a Liverpool fan that broke it down. No, wow. it was not in the it was not in the if that would have been the case. It that was a been football page that was spreading the, that rumor. Uh, you'd be amazed how many of those are really <laughs> fucking biased. Hey guys, guys, yeah, Liverpool's already scored. Now we got to blow the whistle really fast. Game's over. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> right, right. Because the celebration, because the celebration doesn't add any time doesn't to the clock. 40, doesn't warrant 40 seconds to a minute. No. Of course not. Uh, Mr. Graham, I seem to remember a game against Bournemouth back when Eddie Howe was still the manager there where uh, Everton was down 2-1. They tied it 2-2. There was five minutes of stoppage time added. Everton scored in the 94th minute, made it 3-2. Barkley ran into the stands, got a yellow for it, right? And then there were three extra added minutes on top of that five. <laughs> and and Bournemouth scored in like the, it was like the uh, 98th <laughs> minute and 30 seconds where they scored to tie. And it was like a 30-second celebration garnered another three minutes of footy. But again, and that's and that's the greater cause, Sam. And that's what I bitched about when we were talking about uh, with the, uh, the Drunkard, uh, Drunkard United FC closed group was – there are six teams that get that extra time, right? There are six teams that when Mo Salah kicks that ball and it gets blocked, they get that extra corner. And they don't even just get that extra corner. They get the time to get everybody down there and to get themselves set up and take the corner. Not hurry up, take the corner because time's ticking, right? And then there's 14 mm -hmm. clubs who don't. You know? Eh. Well, you just said Bournemouth got it, so. Right, in a there's match. seven clubs. Right. You, you know what? Fair enough. I'll give you that one. But it's in those circumstances, if the ball was the, on the other end of the pitch and that was Newcastle who had just had their shot blocked, do they get the corner kick or does the whistle get blown? 
So the the other piece to that, though, you're right. And, and traditionally, that time has been called Fergie time, right? Mm-hmm. Manchester United used to get that extra time when nobody else got that extra time. Uh, not even, you know, the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, or, or whoever. Uh, it was it was known as Fergie time because at Old Trafford, they would allow you to do it. I will say, I, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree fully that it's a, a big club thing. I think it's more of a home side thing also. You're going to let down 38,000 people because they're, they're, the home team is on the front foot at the moment or they're having an attacking opportunity. I think if that's, you know, if it's not 9-0, but it's still at a, it, it, uh, this game's at Anfield, right? If it's mm-hmm. 9-0, the referee takes sympathy on Bournemouth and goes, you know what, fuck it, we're going to end the game. But in this instance, you're attacking the cop, you're at home, you get the extra three minutes though is fucking ridiculous. That's it's absolutely absurd. I completely agree with that. There's no reason to add that time on. It's bullshit. I tell you what, Sam, because if that was really the case, I know Jesse Marsh right now is still tapping at his fucking watch, looking for extra time to be added from Tuesday. Right. Let's go ahead and turn our attention to the uh, bottom half of the table, Sammy. Well, actually, not the bottom half, just flat out the bottom of the table. Um, it's still sur- it's still early, but there's a side still getting in some trouble. Early losing streaks, points but no wins, and then there's even mass and massive goal against different differences too. Everton one, Leeds one, Arsenal two, Villa one, Bournemouth nil, Wolves nil. Man U won, Leicester City nil. And I promise the next segment, I will do a better job reading the intro because that was really poor. <laughs> Maybe no. yawn. Thanks, appreciate it. I make you, and in all fairness, I make you yawn regularly, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it's past my bedtime. Now, I'm taking umbrage with this. Mm-hmm. We're perfect. Mm-hmm. And somehow we get lumped in with the dross of the league because you beat someone. That's why. Yeah, but we don't even get a mention in your unenthusiastic hand job of an intro. You've been at the top of the league. We've been talking about you every fucking week. <laughs> I know you want it to all be about you, but it's not always going to be about you. Well, I currently, as the best team in the league, I would have to say that it is all about us right now. Look, somebody scored a corner kick on you on the near post, and you tried to sign him and failed. So settle down there, killer. Um, $25 million, Come on, guy. $25 million. That's, that's one. That's one name I'd be able to say, damn it, no matter how drunk I was. <laughs> well, nope, nope, nope. He's Brazilian. I guarantee you there's a lot more than Douglas Louise in that name. <laughs> yeah, you forget fair. all the extra added stuff, right? That's fair. I, I remember Bernard's name. I don't remember the name, but I remember hearing Bernard's name. And you know the one word I didn't hear in the entire part of Bernard's name? Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like Pele. Yep. Um, His name is totally different. Toffees get themselves a second row draw in a row. Um, I mean, I, I again, I hate to say it like I said last week, but uh, that's... That's a big game for us, unfortunately. For where we are right now, that's a big fucking point. It's hard to, yes, I'd agree, but it's hard to, this is going to be a weird statement. So I'm, I'm going to call this a hot take. Okay. I think both teams were lucky. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
it's a really hard thing to do, but somehow y'all managed to do it <laughs> because leads doubled you up in every single statistical category. Yeah. Every single statistical category leads doubled you up on yet. You escaped with a one, one draw. However, I don't think Damari Gray was on offside either. No, no, I don't think he was. So leads technically the game was on a knife's edge. Statistically leads should have killed you. But what actually happened on the field, you should have won this game. Well, I think, and that leads into kind of the next thing I was going to talk about. I think what ultimately really affected this match, I would like to take it back to our days of playing indoor soccer together. Um, you know, uh, Drunkard United FC, which is the namesake of this show. Uh, we all played indoor together, and it was an all uh, kind of white boy American team kind of thing, right? And we played in a mostly Hispanic league. We played at um, Division One, played at the highest level. And there was one team, Real Juventud. And whenever we played them, we'd be up 3 nothing, 4 to 1. And then they'd start picking up every ball and walking away with it and dropping it. If it, the ball was out of bounds and you were going to pick it up for a throw in, they'd tip it away from you they'd start they'd start flopping and falling or to asking the ref for they'd stand in front of the ball for every free kick and make you give them three yards and just do those little things and the next thing you knew we as a team were no longer focused on the game we were all focused at yelling at the ref they would sit there and purposely throw in balls illegally the ref would never call it because it's indoor and the ref never called it and they would do it purposely because they knew it would piss us off, and they knew we, we wouldn't pay attention to any of it. And the final would end up being, if we were up four to one, the final would be nine to seven. They won. Yep. Because eventually, we just stopped paying attention to the game, and we only paid attention to the bullshit. Saw a lot yep. of that in Leeds, man. Everton played a very ugly, very chippy, very kind of physical fuck with you kind of game, and the next thing you know. Jesse Marsh is on the sidelines and all he's doing is tapping his watch at the refs. Worry about what your fucking team's doing. Worry about how to break down the ugly fucking game that, that Everton's playing in front of you. Don't just sit there and worry about the bullshit. Like it, and, and it, his whole team seemed to vibe off of that too. It seemed like they all just kind of went, okay, we're all going to bitch about everything now. And they don't. Yeah, but I mean, Everton's they're, they're what, I mean, there was stuff to bitch about. I mean, Tom Davies, that, that it was chippy from the start. Oh yeah. There were, there were tackles flying in stupid yellow card from Tom Davies. What the fuck? For are whatever you reason, but Tom Davies got under Meslier's skin. I thought that was fucking hysterical. Cause Meslier uh, channeled the spirit of Rob Holmes. Oh, oh, and yeah, he dropped, was... dropped the ball in the box and ran after him. The difference <laughs> is, is Rob would have clocked the dude. Yeah. Uh, Meslier had too much time to get there, and he ended up calming down and just kind of giving him. a gentle little gentle yeah. little push in the chest, uh, kind of near neck area. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. The, the goals start, just get it over with, because we what we really want to talk about is the other shit. The goals were, were both actually quite decent. Yeah, I they thought were both they, very were, good they goals. were good goals. Yeah. Other than that, I think both teams were quite wasteful. Yeah. There was a fair amount of shots, not a lot of shots on target. Um the the couple that were both keepers played pretty well for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Um so fine, no problem. Uh so now I really want to get into uh Christensen and Gordon 
going at it like goats in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, putting the heads together. Yeah, just putting both heads together and staying there. <laughs> yeah. And they not were... not disconnecting. Neither one pushed hard. Neither one fell back. I was like, what is up with this shit? How about that? <laughs> it was, and that's why they weren't rams. That's why they're goats. Just bloody going head to head. Bloody yeah. fucking brilliant. It was, it was fantastic. so fucking funny. That, I, I thought that was absolutely hysterical. And I think... Um, I can't remember who it was. I know Meslier was one of them. It's kind of lucky to, to not get a yellow initially for the push um, on, on Tom Davies. But then he came in hot to that dog pile. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I'm not sure what at that point, because they didn't show what Jesse Marsh was saying or doing at the time that the goat thing was happening. But what they, they showed the afters, the benches met right around the fourth official as right, well. Right. And I'm not sure what, what that was about, but Anthony Gordon came in there hot and it all started really. Didn't Rodrigo dislocate his own shoulder, punching Connor Cody in the back of the head early in the game. Uh, no, it was a 50, 50 ball <laughs> with uh, Pickford and uh, they were both kind of grabbing on one another. And then somewhere in all of that, there was no foul in it. They were just the two of them tussling for a ball, but Rodrigo went down with a dislocated shoulder, which that's did incredibly he, did concerning he actually for fall? Uh, Leeds. Did he, I, I can't remember. Did he land awkwardly? No, it was. So that's him weird. And... So my my wife had to have surgery on her rotator cuff mm-hmm. um, and another ligament in her in her shoulder because she dislocated it once doing something weird and mm-hmm. it like stretched everything out. I guess. And then she'd be like swimming in the ocean and yank <laughs> her shoulder wow. would fall out of place, like kind of stuff. And the, the, the kind of ball dropped when she had to have surgery is she was laying in bed uh, when she was about 17 or so and just kind of stretched. And then her arm got stuck and she couldn't put it back in. Wow. Okay. They had to call an ambulance. Yeah. And they did, they had, they, uh, they did surgery long before I met her, but, um, but yeah. So I wonder if Rodrigo has a history of that. I've never heard that. But it mm. seemed fairly innocuous, but he, he had it. They did the old Jersey sling. And yeah. then the the physios were were holding it in place, so yeah. that's that's kind of worrisome if that's if it's that easy for that to happen because Jordan Pickford's not exactly a big lad. Now nah. we talk about this a lot too, and if he can yank your arm out of its socket with those little T Rex arms, I don't know how the fuck he's going to survive <laughs> in this league. Well, um, I do think that is something to keep an eye on. Is that emotion, that raw emotion, wearing your emotions on your sleeve like like Jesse is doing as a head coach can can galvanize a side, can also hurt a side. And I'm interested to see... can also distract see, a side. You're absolutely right. I'm interested to see how that plays out throughout the season because, you know, you know, God forbid you're you're playing, you know, Klopp and you know, Klopp loves when coaches do that shit. He loves that shit. They'll play. He'll oh, play that's that. We mind forgot game. to talk about that too. Sorry, Sam. It's the tenth minute of uh, stoppage time. Now we're the going water back to the fiasco. Oh yes, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Controversy: the water bottle fiasco, and then the uh, finger language coming yep. from the Liverpool bench. So, um, a member of Newcastle staff lobbed a water bottle over towards the Liverpool side. Uh huh. And the uh, Liverpool and side was giving Liverpool the finger scored. and laughing at him. Right, and then when Liverpool scored, we got the old. <laughs> yep, yep. The two, the two finger salute in England. Which we call brilliant. it the one finger yeah. salute here, but it's a two fingered salute in England. Also, uh, quite funny. All right, um, so, so that's good. All right, good. Now that game's finally over. Jeez, man, yeah. we only allotted five minutes for it. It's been twelve. Uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, now this one, um, the, Louis Sin, uh, Sinistera, good Sinistera, good for him. Um, first goal, I think uh, Jordan uh, Pickford was unsighted. Um, he he used the defense to his advantage. Uh, this was something that I would do fairly frequently. Also, if I was cutting in on my wrong foot, I would shoot near post as the defender was trying to cut across me um, to get use him as an object in my offense where uh, the goalkeeper wouldn't be able to see me shoot, essentially, I and where like the ball it, was going. I would wrong like footed. it very much noted that I was ready to move on, and he kept talking about the match. What's the game after that? I think you're up to Bournemouth and Wolves. No, we are not. We are on your game, no, Miss Thing. Listen, that was all I'm trying to say is good for him. That's his first goal in British football. It's that. It's definitely the girl in the meme with his arm wrapped around my neck just telling me more. <laughs> um, Gunners are on a fucking roll, man. Five of five, top of the league. You got to say they're beating the teams they should beat. Not always pretty, but effective. And in this match, you really held control of it. Martinez kept Villa in it. Even though he made a mistake on the first goal, he ended up with six saves. That game could have been a lot bigger of a win for uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. We, um, both of our ex-goalkeepers played very well against us uh, <laughs> in, the, in the last two games. Motivation, um, maybe? First, yeah, of course it is. Uh, Villa, it's hard because Villa, I think, is a good side. I still think they're a good team. Oh, yeah, we've got talent. So, we just don't that, have... It's glue. just that it's so disjointed. I mean, that for whatever reason, all of a sudden, players are dwelling on the ball. Passing is a little erratic. There, there's just some stupid loose touch giveaway. It yes. just, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like Villa looked like a team that has 15 internationals on it, and there was a tournament this summer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they didn't, they didn't get a proper preseason. Right. Except for they fucking did. So they what's did get wrong? a proper preseason, yeah. Um, it might be our coach. But also, you can't go canning them yet. Like you, got, I mean, no. Honestly, Who, you gotta kind of wait through November till you get to the World Cup. Oh, hey, look, Scott Parker's available. Uh, well, clearly, he's going to make a difference. <laughs> um, well, Villa might fuck again at least. No. That's true. Well, Villa would gorgeous. definitely and fuck again. Scott Parker is gorgeous. He wears two thousand dollars sweaters. The fans, including Your Highness, uh, texted me earlier about Potter, and it's like, why do we keep bringing Potter up? Uh, what did you say? He's like fourth on the table right now. He's in f- fourth place currently. No, they lost, so I think they're down to seventh. It doesn't matter. After selling their two best players. Yeah, yeah. And then and then they went out and got a really good signing today in Billy Gilmore. Like a yep. really good signing. Uh I just stop thinking that that guy's going to come coach for you. I I guarantee you if we fire Lampart, our fan base will all go, "Oh yeah, Potter. Why does he want to go to either one of those clubs?" No. Tell me why, other than, okay, they've got a little bit more money than Brighton. They clearly don't spend it better than Brighton. Are are they confused, and do they think he's actually magic? So that was, who shared shared that in the group? That was funny as hell. Uh, We're talking about the uh, Drunken United FC closed group on Facebook. Asked to join it. It's Mm -hmm. super fun. That's where all the hashtag fans happen. I didn't see Um, that. I saw something else, though. So it it was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone movie cover uh-huh. but Graham Potter was su- uh, superimposed onto Harry Potter mm-hmm. and then uh, like Professor Snape down uh-huh. at the bottom was like Alexis McAllister 
Uh, Hermione was Adam Lallana because he's somewhat ginger. Lewis Dunk, I think, was Ron Weasley. Um, funny. It was very funny, but they superimposed a bunch of Brighton players on a Harry Potter movie poster. It was pretty good. <laughs> now, what I saw was Lindsay talking about how there's a lot of Arsenal players, uh, players, uh, supporters who have been, um, shall we say, quite combative against Villa supporters online for our refusal to give up the Douglas Louise. Oh, well, no. Yeah, it, it's big six. We mentality. we all we Austin win the internet. Yeah, it's it's that big six mentality. It's the well, don't you know who we are? You should give you should give him to us simply because we have requested him. Like, hey there, nice little Aston Villa. We request your defensive midfielder. Uh, we do not care if he's important to you. You especially especially when it's deadline day. Deadline day, the goal of some teams, they'll just be like, we know you can't do anything. So we're going to offer you a little bit of money and we know you can't do shit with it. And we know that this is going to cripple your club. And the guy is going to play until our injured guy gets back. And then he's not going to play. 25 million was what the offer got up to today. I I thought I heard it was 30 or 35. Uh, Maybe it got up that high. But I don't. I don't know what what's really to be believed. The it problem don't is, matter because we said nope. Part of the problem is I think we started too low, right? And we started it on fucking deadline day when you can't really replace him, especially not for the cash that we gave. Yeah. You. yeah. Even though they so got, it uh, wouldn't have made sense for y'all to do that. Even though they got Leonard Dendonker in, they honestly they need some depth in the midfield because. It's clear Gerard's going to have to mix it up because what what he's working with is not working currently. That is, by the way, a name I'm looking forward to Graham trying to read later. Leonard Dendonker. Oh, that yeah, one. That, that is a tongue twister. Easy because he's been in the league for a while. It's Leander Sick. Dendonker. There we go. Leander Dendonker. Leander Dendonker. Leander Dendonker. See, it's a nice little uh, tongue twister. And Taylor yeah, one, and Taylor uh, made a uh, uh, a uh, sixteen candles reference with Dendonker. The Dendonker need food badly was his team name one time. Love it. Love That's it. Fun. All right, do your shot, That's woman. Well, Dendonker, I done did shot her. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting used to this. That's shit. pretty good. All righty. Um, Wolves can't score. They really can't. They are, there were plenty of opportunities in this match. This is a match they should have won. They should be out of the bottom three currently, and they aren't. And... If ever there's a team, a time to just roll over a team, it's Bournemouth, and you couldn't manage to fucking win. They they couldn't put anything on target, and I, I actually will be remiss if I didn't uh, do one little shout out, one little piece of credit to Emmy Martinez, real quick. Mm-hmm. Possibly the save of the season from that Gabriel Martinelli volley. Oh, already, we, yeah. He's that he, volley he, was fucking vicious, and he but, but he got both hands to it. Mm-hmm. He got two set. That was fucking vicious that yep. volley, yep. and it was headed right to the top corner. That's quite possibly the save of the season already happened. I would not disagree with that. Wouldn't and I'm I apologize. I I would be remiss if I didn't mention that because that's, that was fucking dope. That's why I came in early and said, I mean, look, without those six saves, this game's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. A lot worse. It's, the, two to, the two to one score line is flattering for Villa. Yeah, Arsenal owned that game. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. To, here here's the fun thing. Um, um, 
So normally when you fire a manager, there's a new manager bump, right? Even if it's an interim manager, there's a little bit of fight. Yeah. Well, point for Bournemouth is a bump. Adam Smith didn't even get a yellow card in this match. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, what is this world coming to when you're well, captain, that would have been, captain and, uh, been his fifth, right? That would have already been his fifth and he yeah. would have already been suspended. I mean, you he is he is already an early candidate for D back of the year, just not because <laughs> he might be a perfectly lovely guy and he wears the captain armband, so clearly he he inspires something for the team just because but he acts like me on the field. He just deserves to be given a D back award for that. Like it's just like yeah. he's just an asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Just I'm just gonna go foul a guy. Why? Because well, you know, I like to destroy beautiful things. That's what I want to do. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Wolves dominated the game from start to finish. You're absolutely right about that. But they only managed four shots on target from 17. Yep. Raul yep. Jimenez putting free headers wide. Like he's just I, I don't know what it is. He's not the same player since coming back from that injury. I, he I, cannot seem to get his legs underneath of him properly, and it. it it, it's not like he's timid or scared anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just not good. Well, the good news anymore. for for Wolves is they used a nice, firm, solid grip and were able to hold on to the Wang during the uh, transfer deadline. Yeah, but they lost the Willie. They did lose a Willie. I think they wanted the Willie to go, though. I want the Willie to go a lot of places, but my <laughs> wife won't let me. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Final match of uh, this little segment here. Um, Fairly even between uh, United and Leicester. I mean, all the numbers are pretty much spot on for shots, shots on target, position, passing. But there was one opportunity. United took it. United scored. I mean, it's really kind of it. Yeah, basically. Um, And I had, you know, what annoys me about this was I had a uh, over one and a half goals in live betting, real betting. I had one over one and a half goals in the game. I had Sancho and Rashford to score any time mm-hmm. and United to win. And the only thing that didn't happen was fucking Marcus Rashford couldn't score. Right, exactly. And by the time I got home to finish watching the game, in the time that I walked from the car to the house, where my streaming Sirius XM was a little bit behind, and my live USA television station. Marcus Rashford had already been subbed off. So I walked inside with the hope still alive. Nope. Which really pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) It really made me mad. Here's a big one. Now, um, I mean, we'll get to, uh, you know, right turn Clyde uh, about face um, later on in the transfer recap (laughs) is the only real thing that uh, Lester brought in. But they did hold on to Tillemans. But here's the thing with holding on to Tillemans. He's at the end of his deal. He is not signing an extension. He's not. Correct. So, and he also knows. Not on this form, form, he's not. And he also knows a few things. One, he is a starting midfielder for the Belgian national team that will get a lot of look and a lot of run in the World Cup. He will come out the bell of the ball. And Leicester can't afford to not play him. They're going to have Correct. to play him. Yep. That guy's so it, stock I mean, this next is, this year is, is going to be ridiculous. Window. The best thing that they can do is get 5 million pounds for him in January now. Yeah, that's it. If you gotta, Just, I, mean, I mean, literally, it'd be like us going to buy a Coca-Cola yeah. with, with some of the money that's being tossed around by these clubs, mm-hmm. right? But just pay us something. 
Five million pounds, you get them. That's to us. That's two dollars and nineteen cents, right? Yeah. Plus tax. Well, and and so, here's and here's the thing in that too is he doesn't have to accept terms. So if you're going to sell them to somebody, he can look right at you and go, "You got me till the end of the year," because I'm going to write my paycheck. I'm going to write my well, own yeah, fucking but that, paycheck. But that's what I'm saying. If Lester went with like a two point five million or a five million pound fee, he could still write his paycheck. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Just to, so they could get something for him. Yeah. But I got to tell but you. I, who knows? He, he might not. He might want that extra 50 grand. Who knows? We've we've thrown around the term with Everton last year. We're already throwing it around with Villa this year. And it, I could say the same here with uh, Lester. Too good to, t- to go down, but fuck around and find out, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You got a list to read, so let's go ahead and zip through this. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Hey, look, I got that one right, unlike the second segment that I butchered. Palace 1, Brentford 1, Fulham 2, Brighton 1, Southampton 2, Chelsea 1, West Ham 1, Tottenham 1, Man City 6, Nottingham Forest 0. Um, great goal from Zaha in the, uh, in the Palace-Brentford game. Absolutely fantastic goal. That boy, that boy My is goodness. finding his stride right now. He is really finding his way in that team. The problem is, besides that, and then the cross for Weiss's goal to equalize, the final third was like anti-football for both teams. Yeah, agreed. Build-up was good. You know, passing was fine. The, the counter-attacking was decent. You get to the final third, and I don't even think the defending was that good. They no. were basic-ass mistakes mistimed or misplaced passes for the most part and which allowed the defense to recover. Yeah, it, it was, I thought this game was actually quite ugly. I, I was I not agree. happy with it I to agree. be honest. And uh, for, um, for Brentford, at least you equalize and you get, you call it a day, you get, well, a that's point. it, but it's like the entire game built up to those two moments of yeah. quality. Those two moments. It was like, it, it, it took all of the, they, this is exact. You know what this is? This is the cup of losers mentality. Let's be shit and feed the shit poop gods. And when the shit poop gods decide that we've fed them enough, they'll give us one moment of spectacular brilliance that we can hold on to and say, we love this game. Right. This is a round of golf. This is a round of golf. That's exactly what I was about to say. This is that, that tee shot on 17 over a lake that you clear 325 in the air. But you still shot 112. And you five-putted that hole. But that's why you come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Fulham, Mitro scores again. And I think we see the first real slip from Brighton. Yeah, um, both teams had opportunities. uh, But no one, again, could really... I don't know if this is because of... The, being the first round of midweek games, the first round of games on short rest or what? It is 1,000% that. Nobody could keep their shots on target again. Um, I, I feel like both teams in this game were quite wasteful. Yeah. Even Mitro's opener, the way that the – I can't remember who it was that assisted him, but the way that he mm-hmm. lashed at that ball, that was a fucking shot that he misplaced. Yeah. And it just happened to land at Mitro's foot. Yeah, really the only team in all 20 that had their shit together – was City, and that's because Holland spotted you another three spot again, like he likes to do. That's real. I mean, right. But outside of that, like, 
you know, fuck it. The entire this this was not a good week of fixtures. This was this was a very shitty midweek for the most part. No, absolutely was. But you you look at you look at the right. So that goal was a wayward shot that found the foot of Mitro, mm-hmm. and then a good cross on the ground got turned in by Lewis Dunk at the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like it just it's just shit all around. It just wasn't fun in a, in a lot of these games. Yeah. But then again, you have the Zaha goal that gives you, you know, you have that as a piece of brilliance when he hit the post. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, great. That's why I'm, that's what I'm here for. I like that. You know what? I I'm, want those things. You know what I'm here for? Chelsea being a fucking mess. Yeah. That's delightful. Actually. They are, Cause this, this game, Chelsea went up one, nothing. They didn't deserve to be up one, nothing. Southampton no. Southampton should have scored more goals. This game should have been four to one. They so should have more they, they were the better team. They were the I got better team. Here. Please go for uh, it. Sixty seven percent possession for Chelsea. Just forty percent of their shots on target, four out of ten uh were on target. They were so wasteful. It was ridiculous. Southampton were uncharacteristically efficient. Don't mm-hmm. know why the number nine keeps popping up, but it does. Uh, they had seven shots on target from nine overall shots that they had, right? So they outshot Chelsea in in, in actual shots on goal. Um, Ster- that Now, this is where the issue lies with Southampton, right? How does Sterling have time to do what he did to score his goal? Um, because when we talk about the young side that they are, the young side is the entire defensive line. That's that's where the youth in this team is. Like, yeah, there's a young midfielder next to next to Ward Prowse, but really it's the Salisu is your experienced guy, right? That's your and and let's face it, the transfer window today, they sent out their two experienced defenders. They sent out yeah. Armstrong and they sent out uh, uh, Bednarak. And like, I mean, that's, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, where's the midfield? Where? Why aren't you tracking back with them? What? What happened here? It, 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 that was absolutely ridiculous. This is the kind of mistakes um, that, that youth are going to make. But man, they they came back great. That first goal. That first oh, goal. Oh, absolutely. Hundred percent. The equalizer. Only five minutes later. This is another running theme with Arsenal as well. Something we were all taught as kids, right? Playing playing the sport is. A goal, it, when you concede a goal, right, as a as a team, the easiest time for you to score is for the next five minutes because the other team that scored the goal switches off a bit. Yep, take it to them. Arsenal Push did it him. twice against Leicester. Both times Leicester scored, Arsenal marched down the field within two minutes, bang, scored. Mm-hmm. Right? Did it against Villa. Against, yeah. Against Villa was three or four minutes uh, yesterday. Yep. Where they marched right down the field after Villa, uh, after Douglas Squeeze had that fantastic um, corner, mm-hmm. which also, by the way, I'm, I don't want anybody to talk shit. I want to put it out there. I'm happy either way. If that call, the no call that actually happened, Mm-hmm. Or if they called a foul on Ramsdale, you can make an argument or not on Ramsdale, but on the Villa player, right. you can make an argument for either case. And I'm all for fucking let the goals happen, man. Right. Fair enough. That's fine with me. Uh, anyway, he was impeded and it should have been a foul. That, that's besides the point. Doesn't matter. Um, the, the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing is these, 
this it's a very basic thing. We're American, obviously, right? You're older than me. So soccer was even less important when you were a kid than when I was a kid. Right. And it wasn't very important when I was a kid. Right. We were always the last to get things. We had the leftover field time. We always, all that shit. The one thing that we were always taught was the easiest time to concede a goal is right after you score. Yep. And time and time again this season, we see it on the professional level. And that in and of itself is an unprofessional job because it's one of the first fucking things you're taught when you start playing competitively yeah. is after you score a goal for five hard fucking minutes, you do, you focus more intently than you do the rest of the game. Yep. Absolutely. These, the case. these teams, these teams aren't doing it. And one of them just got bought for 4 billion fucking dollars. Yeah, and that one also went out and recruited a bunch more people today, and I don't know if they fixed the situation. I, I, I'm with you. I don't know if they do or not either. Yeah. It, it's a very strange. It's a very strange situation there. Mark uh, brought up a good question. Our our, uh, our one spud friend that we allow to be involved in this mm -hmm. shenanigans. Um, he asked a question in uh, in the closed group that said, "Who is your one player in the Premier League you absolutely hate?" that you can't stand. Who is it? For him, it's Scott McTominay. Mm -hmm. Just for no real reason, you just don't like his face. Got it. Mine is Cesar Aspilicueta. Got it. Don't know why. I just don't fucking like the dude. Just don't like him. I can't stand his ass. Um, and it was really funny because he got spooked. One of the most experienced defenders in the league got scared by the run of a Southampton winger and just rolled the ball out for a, for a corner. Mm -hmm. when Mendy was standing there like, why didn't you play me the fucking ball? And that corner that resulted corner, in the goal. Well, it was the, it was the laser beam uh, from mm -hmm. uh, Romeo Lavia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Romeo winning over the hearts of the entire South Coast, if you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. with this strike. Well, maybe not Portsmouth. Uh, <laughs> but at least part of the South Coast. And um, that strike was venomous. I'm surprised Aspilicueta, after the initial showing, didn't run over and jump behind the advertising hoarding to get out of the fucking way. Love it. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Adam Armstrong um, added the the, uh, the goal, the uh, the winner, just before halftime in uh, in first half stoppage time. Mm. But the the big thing that was also quite funny was the Saints missed the golden opportunities to uh, to seal the deal having three different balls cleared off the line, two in the same situation uh, by Kukurea and Mendy, and then a separate one, a header from, I think it was Lavia again, uh, where Silva uh, cleared it. Tiago Silva cleared it off the line I told you, as game, well. Game should Chelsea, were, Chelsea were at sixes and sevens, but they had almost 70% of the ball. Yeah. It was fucking They're, ridiculous. It was the same thing against uh, against Leeds. They they had the the bulk of the possession, and they were a complete fucking mess. I don't know people, where. People want to talk shit about Jesse Marsh. This new owner is fucking Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um West Ham and Tottenham, it started off all Tottenham. Then there was the penalty shout, and the penalty got overturned by VAR. And then from there, pretty even match after that. Well, because it wasn't a penalty. It hit him in the face. It was very clear it hit him in the face. Yeah. He got it right in the face. Aaron Questwell pulling off his best Scott Sterling. Um, and it was fine. What I'm really upset about, and I'm going to call Smokey out on this, of course, is uh, – that shot by Antonio, that's not a right back. That's a forward, okay? It hit the outside <laughs> of the post. 
that's a fucking forward there, all right? Um, but this this is with the whole situation surrounding the uh, uh, West Ham Stadium and everything. This has become a bit more of a prominent kind of rivalry. Mm-hmm. I witness it is a derby because they're both in London, but it's not. The teams don't really have any history against each other besides the stadium fiasco in the last yeah, fifteen years. But it's um, but it's become chippy. It's become very chippy, and it started off that way. Uh, and neither side could really get going, but once they did, there were some decent chances. Like I said, you had Antonio with that uh, uh, hitting the post, um, but Tottenham did draw first blood, forcing the uh, new boy uh, Thilo Tilo Kaher, which is really close to Kohler, the mm-hmm. toilet company. Um, and he did uh, have a bit of a shitter where he uh, put it into his own net on 34 minutes. Uh, Thomas Suchek, though, with a good strike to equalize on 55. Um, but both goalkeepers did play well, um, despite the moment of madness from Hugo Lloris, which he is prone to do, essentially just passing it to a West Ham player. There's Taylor's next meme, by the way, for Graham doing another one of his well-written, poorly executed dad jokes. What? Which (laughs) one? Your Kohler one. You were really, you needed to weasel that one in, didn't you? You were like, I have to get this in there. I'm also trying to drag it out so I have more time to drink for your stupid ass. Okay, well, some of us got to be on a plane in the fucking morning, jackass. Um, looked I told like you we wanted to say something Monday. and then decided not to say anything. I was like, um, it, we're at an hour. Yeah, we're shooting for an hour. So yeah, exactly. So let's keep this rolling. Uh, Holland, back to back fucking hat tricks. Uh, welcome to the Premier League, Nottingham Forest. There you go. Don't matter yeah. if you got twenty three new fucking signings. No, correct. They, it does not matter. Uh, Forest managed just one shot on target, twenty five point one percent possession, but they are still one third better than Bournemouth. <laughs> uh, what I will say, though, this is the funny part that I wanted to talk to you about. I told you about in uh, in Soundcheck, which you can find at patreon.com backslash the football show. Good. Uh, is Holland's second goal. Did you see the celebration for it? Uh, no, everybody ran to the everybody ran to the corner with the city fans because the first one he ran opposite mm-hmm. towards the uh, the forest fan. He ran towards the city fans in the corner um, for this one. They, him and Rodri were there, right? And the rest of the city team were about here <laughs> to them. Yes, those short guys. Now, Holland, I'm not saying he's an attractive man, but with the long, flowy blonde hair and Rodri being a fairly attractive Spanish man, do you remember back in the day when, in, in usually right leaning states, people would take offense to gay men adopting children. Okay. And they would oftentimes have to defend themselves in court to keep custody of their kids. Right. Right. Do you remember this? Yes. This Right. So with those two standing so much taller than everyone else, this looked like the gay couple that won the custody battle to keep their children and the whole family's hugging at the end of it. <laughs> because they're towering over everybody else. And it's like, yeah, and they're just talking. Oh, this is great. Little, little day. The rest of the team is a little <laughs> short. That's great. It's very funny. I thought it was absolutely fucking hysterical. Um, Alvarez, uh, another young Argentinian player uh, with a brace, uh, which was pretty cool for him. Um, the second goal, especially of his was excellent. 
And then Cancelo uh, also got one. Uh, good for him. All right, good. Like I said, welcome, welcome to the prime. Does not matter how many people yeah. you bring on. Uh, this is you're going to face this harsh reality a, a few times this season. You're going to have to deal with these kind of matches. Yep, absolutely. Sure, money. Okay, here we go again. Uh, by this the way, the admin, I didn't check. Uh, I didn't check Pat's bet. By the way, so we'll have to ask him next week. Nice. Uh, I'm pretty he, sure he did not. Admin, win, but... he already did his bet on the show the other day, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't remember. He did a midweek and a weekend, and I don't know how he did in the midweek because I oh, forgot okay. the bet. Anyway, uh, I'm down 400 now in in your segment of uh, Shore Money, which is where we make bets to better inform you for your bets. Uh, once again, we're not responsible for your bad decisions. If you can't understand the irony, that is your motherfucking fault. Mm-hmm. Hashtag disclaimer. Yep. <laughs> so, Sammy, how did you fare this week? Uh, I lost two. My couple loser says, fuck you, Chelsea. P.S. Play Pulisic. Well, very simple. Actually, a fair point. It's a- uh, mine, uh, my cup of losers uh, was something along the lines of, God damn it, Berjan. Yep. Berjan. Berjan hurts. Berjan. Brazilian fucked me again. All right. So I'm feeling like Pat because Chelsea fucked me. And now I am down my weight. Big Sam's lock of the week. A big man doesn't tell. I'm just telling you, I'm down my weight. And Graham, 0% of the time. It works (laughs) 100% of the time. Um, You know what? You know the old saying, Sam? When when, When you're in a hole, right? When you've dug yourself into a hole? Keep fucking digging. And that's what I'm going to do. Give me Everton to score first and draw Liverpool in the Merseyside Derby for plus $1,161 because we are definitely scoring first and we're probably losing two to one. But you know what they don't have? They don't have fucking Origi. So I think it's going to be one, one baby. Okay. That's an interesting take and a very specific reference for people that aren't familiar with that game <laughs> well, over the last two seasons uh, that's that's how i feel about it so what about you mr graham all right so i have uh, decided to go the opposite direction with palace on this one uh i've got newcastle to beat palace with alexander Isaac to score at any time and for it and this is the part that's scary forest and bournemouth to draw Ooh, you're asking a lot there. I know. <laughs> the bookies think so, too. That's why it's plus 1,214 for $100. Ah, bet. You're going for a big <laughs> one, too. I love it. Fucking love it. Well, <sighs> most of mine are big ones. That's how the irony of this, the name got started. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I usually go for outlandish bullshit. That's, that, that is your MO. The, the problem I'm is... I'm sorry. Is- excuse me. I mean, surefire, ready-made bets. <laughs> That's what point. I... <laughs> I would typically say our following person has, or our following uh, fair-weathered friend, has a very good record of uh, gambling, but so far, no so good. Let's go to the chicken. Well, Kitty missed in her third in four picks and sits at one and three, so for the weekend, I gave Kitty... 
Tottenham hosting Fulham. Okay. Now, Katie pulled out her iPhone and showed me a video correspondence with Richarlison DeAndre teaching him how to do the pigeon celebration after he scores goals. Ah, she taught Richie how to do the pigeon dance. Very cool. I, I think she invented it. Yeah. Uh, now, it looks like Kitty is definitely going with Spurs here, but uh, in an odd turn as she picked against them a midweek a few weeks ago. But I guess Kitty always picks the winners, not the teams. Okay, so here's the thing, Mel. I'm going to give you a lot of credit because I wrote uh, should instead of show, and you rolled right through that. Um, but it wasn't a few weeks ago because it was this week. It was a few days ago. Oh, it was a few days ago. So, Well, you know, time with you always feels much longer than it really does kind of like this song and this whole bit. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship Corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh no! I do want to say that even though she's lost a lot, the chicken is still better than us. Uh, The chicken's won one. (laughs) One. How many of you and I won? Zero. Zero. She's still better than us. God damn it. <laughs> I only want to beat the chicken. All right. So the championship did have midweek games this week. North City uh, doing their best to get one more television contract, beating Birmingham City two to one. Um, old sausage rolls again for the team they, uh, in disappointment there. They started 0-2 and at the bottom of the table. Newsflash, you're going to get to it. They in fucking second now. They have won oh, yeah. four and drew one since. Exactly. And I know Steve Bruce doesn't coach Birmingham anymore, but typically when Steve Bruce shows up after a loss, that tradition continues. We all go for sausage rolls down the old Tesco. Uh, Burnley, 2-0 over Millwall, which is pretty wild. Luton finally getting something going there. 2-1 over Cardiff uh, after being in the playoff places last season. Uh, QPR, 3-1 over Hull, continuing their stride. Sheffield United scoring goals again. 4-0 over Reading after Reading had won over the weekend. Wigan and West Brom, 1-1. Sorry, guys. No sausage rolls for that. Uh, Watford and Boro. Watford, 2-1 winners. Uh, yet again, on Wednesday, we rolled into Bristol City over at Huddersfield, who was another playoff contender last season, 2-0. Uh, Preston North End beating Coventry, 1-0. Uh, Stoke and Swansea to a 1-1 draw. Sunderland, a 3-0 win over Rotherham. So the two uh, – Rotherham was promoted as well, right? Two, yeah. two promoted sides. And Sunderland got the better of them there. And then Blackburn continued on their good form, 1-0 over Blackpool. That gives us your standings, which, of course, in the championship, there's still 16,482 games left to play. Mm -hmm. Uh, So no one gives a shit yet. Uh, But I'm going to read it out anyway. Sheffield United, 14 points, sit top of the league. Norwich, uh, 13 points in second. Burnley has dropped to third on 12, tied with Watford in fourth, but have a better goal differential. Blackburn Rovers also on 12 points, as are Reading. They are the only two teams in the top six with a negative goal. Di- sorry, the top 10 with a negative goal differential. Mm. But uh, they they win 1-0, and then they lose their other games by more. Uh, looks like how it's been going for them. And then uh, we jump down to a few others. West Brom firmly in 14th. They'll probably stay there for the entire season. That's how they because roll. Because Steve Bruce. Yep. Uh, 
You've got uh, oh, Preston North End in 10th, QPR in 9th, <laughs> Sunderland in 8th. So they're kind of rolling a little bit, Sunderland yeah. here. Uh, let's see if down. they can get up around the playoff places. That'd be nice to see them back in the Premier League at some point. Let so me we can my, make fun get, of them, essentially. I need some time wear right in my fucking veins, man. Spe- especially like because a- Newcastle has a ton of money. And Sunderland loves to, for some no good reason, beat Newcastle all the time. So it'd just be brilliant. The oil money versus the little engine that can't. And somehow Sunderland wins one nothing. That'll make I, I the the when when that happens, Sam, the coverage of the game will be just you and I laughing. We'll be like, yeah. Sunderland won, Newcastle nil. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next game <laughs> that's what it will be right hashtag spoiler alert <laughs> the, it's, it's it's just funny man i i'd love to see it again i think it'd be brilliant to, to have them back up just for a seat um you got blackpool stoke kind of middling down in, in the 15th and 16th there respectively uh, Middlesbrough, another kind of classic club, and 20th only on six points. They're not doing it. Millwall, again, we're around the the playoff places. They're 19th. Yeah, this is not fun. Birmingham, Huddersfield, and Coventry are down in the relegation places. Coventry looking a real bad way. 0-1 and three. They're already three points back of Huddersfield and five points back from getting out of the relegation zone altogether. And they don't have a lot going for them. Yeah, yeah. It's a look at the prem and even trouble, I look, think. look at the prem and even Leicester get a win and you're out of the zone unless everybody mm-hmm. else around you wins. Like all the way up to like I 13th, worry, 12th I worry places, for Coventry four this points. season for real. Yeah, yeah. I, I Coventry could be down and leave one in a heartbeat, and that's not good for them because that is a perennial championship side that could really. Well, really also a heartbeat in the championship means you're alive because there's so many goddamn games that your heart is continuously beating. It's mm-hmm. all righty. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Boys that, and girls. Wor- that worked better in my head. That's, you know, and I'm just, this is why I drive the bus. I'm trying to, you know, Hey, we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. We're going to keep the old train a rolling here. And I'm trying uh, to, no, I like to call my myself friend. out because the internet likes to do that for me. Well, don't worry in about an hour. They'll have more than enough to call you out about Sammy. Any parting words? <laughs> Um, Pierre Emmerich Aubameyang is a cunt. There you go, because he's back in playing for Chelsea. He's playing for Chelsea the first time of asking six months after having his contract generously mm-hmm. uh, terminated. He went to Barcelona, scored a couple goals, had some fun in the town that he likes to be in uh, when he's supposed to be at training, and then promptly signs for a bitter rival of ours. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, the good news is, is other than when he plays you, Chelsea is getting that exact same player that will be in Barcelona every weekend partying and not paying attention to uh, training and keeping up and doing a good job. So he'll score the occasional odd or two goal. He is not the answer for Chelsea, uh, even though they think. Yeah, but he, he scored. A, he scored a lot of goals under Tuchel at Dortmund. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also I don't see him being motivated to play. I don't. I just don't. I don't. That's fair. You know, that's fair. Um, uh, my little uh, two cents to add to all of this, Sam, for um, my D backs is um, coaching staffs and head coaches. Stay in your fucking technical areas. Stop <laughs> being, stop being assholes. Turn around and celebrate with your fans. Turn around and celebrate with your coaches. Turn around and celebrate at the away end. 
this bit that all these coaches need to turn, look directly at the other coach and start fist pumping and laughing and doing. There has been scuff-offs or scruffs. There's going to be a fight. There's going to be a fight soon enough because just fucking stop it. And it's, and it's all fucking managers. I I'd like to point this out and just say it's one person. Oh, it's Klopp running on the field. no, Conte was a fucking lunatic. Tuchel's a fucking lunatic. Fucking Hal was being an asshole to, in his coaching staff was being an asshole to Liverpool. Klopp and his fucking staff was being fucking shitheads back. Marsh was fucking pumping his fist at fucking uh, Lampard's face when they scored their goal. Just fucking stop it. You all are supposed to be the adults in the fucking room. Act like it. Uh, I have a counterpoint to that. Sure. Do more of it. <laughs> Cause you live for it's that. Funny. Shit. It gives us material and I enjoy it. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's here for it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let's get it on. That's him. Yep. I, love I, it. I am. I, I am want dad. a coach to go out. I want a coach <laughs> to get fired. Like, so for instance, we talked about this uh, Monday to well, Tuesday for y'all listening was, if I was Scotty Parker on Sunday or whenever it was the week over the weekend, yes, I'd have headbutted Klopp in the chest. I'd have known at eight nil I was getting fired, and, and I would have headbutted Klopp in the chest. Gone out swinging. Yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> you're gonna give me the red card? I'm going to murder somebody. You know what I mean? Like I'm in. I'm doing it. It's fine. All right. So that's gonna do it here. Even though we're gonna come back in just a few moments. In the real world, we're going to go record injury time real quick because that equals more time for Mr. Graham to continue drinking so that Mr. Graham can then read a list that you all are going to hear about in just a second. If somebody wanted to uh, find injury time, Sam, how do they go about doing it? Uh, they can do it on patreon.com backslash do football show. <laughs> Sign up to that one super gorgeous, huge $5 tier, and you can get two extra shows a week. Uh, minimum because this week there's four extra shows you get our sound check which is our actual sound check and then you get injury time which is our preview of the upcoming games we talk about the side beers we've been drinking during the show uh as well as our fantasy league which is heating up actually a uh, ton of fun there um and besides that i do want to eat some humble pie eat some crow acknowledge the egg on my face real quick there was a meme shared in DUFC uh, on Facebook. Um, and I'm a bit of a cunt this week because I called out all of the things wrong with the me. Apparently, France also have an FC breast. Oh. It's not just the Belarusian club. So Nice do play breast, and the, the fixture reads nice breast. Right. Not sure what's wrong with the other one, but at least one of them is spectacular. Heard. Very good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the infamous Sam Graham Transfer Recap. We're back, boys and girls. We uh, slipped away for a second and did a quick uh, recording of injury time. Graham, since then, has uh, finished uh, a couple of beers. He's finished. He's really putting down the Mai Tai. He's going to town on that. And... uh, if you listen to uh, Injury Time, you will know that he's already right proper. How are we doing over there, Mr. Graham? Hello? 
Hi, how you doing, stud? Good. Good. I like that. That's that's exactly where we need you to be. So, boys and girls, without further ado, I give you the fifth annual world famous Samuel Graham as he's walking away from the computer. World famous Samuel Graham transfer drunken recap. Graham, I got the my vape in the toilet. Oh, Sorry. good. Yeah, Graham, I the the floor is yours. Go to town, stud. Arsenal have made some moves this summer. Let's say Arsenal. You could say a word. Very well done. Uh, Jesus, yeah, came to the club. We mm-hmm. prayed and given ourselves to the good Lord. <laughs> Marquinhos came in from Sao Paulo as well. Matt Turner from the New England Revolution for an undisclosed fee, probably because it was a tuna sandwich. Uh, Fabio Vieira came in from Porto for $34 million, showed up with a boot on his left foot. He's uh-huh. left-footed. Now passed a medical. Played yet for the club. Brilliant. Alexander Zinchenko from Manchester City. Uh, that's been an important signing, actually, so far. He's missed the last two games. Um, they haven't officially listed him as injured, but I think it's important that we note uh, that we haven't really played anyone of note yet. Right. So if he felt some tightness, uh, fucking let him sit out. You know what I'm saying? Heard. Uh, we let a lot of players go. Um I'll just highlight a couple. Pablo Mari, thank God you're gone. Went to AC Monza. Never heard of him on a loan deal. Well done. Uh, Lucas Torreira went to Galatasaray on an undisclosed fee. I like him a lot, actually. Uh, Bert Leno obviously went to Fulham for £8 million. We actually got something for him. Mateo Ganduzzi, we offloaded permanently to Marseille for $10 million. Good, Good deal. Uh, Constantinos Mavropanos, who we can't st- like, we just fucking, I, uh, I don't even want to get into it. Uh, he went to Stuttgart for 2.9. I think we signed him for 12, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the funniest one, the one that I really want to get into is Salah Eden Ulad Mahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the funniest memes I've ever seen was him, that player, uh, standing there and a player was like they were entangled in a situation and someone said this is what you say when Salah steps on your hand is Salah oh my hand <laughs> which is funny uh, Daniel Ballard who no one knows Jordi Ositu, uh, Tutu no one cares about Zach Swanson Sounds like a American cartoon from the late 90s. Zach Swanson went to Portsmouth for an undisclosed, and then we loaned out Nuno Tavares, old crazy leg. Uh, Lacazette went to Lyon on a free transfer, uh, transfer. Luigi Gaspar, I wonder if that is – that's Adu's last name. Okay. Did he let his son go to Watford on a free? 
don't know. Is maybe. Adu, is Adu that ruthless? Maybe. Maybe. Crazy. Somebody that always pops up on, on uh, FIFA for Arsenal, Mika Biret, uh, went to RKC Wildwick. Wildwick. Whoever they are. Uh, nobody cares about none of this shit. Oh, Alex Kirk, we sent to Air United on loan. My family lives in Air Scotland. That that's good. Keep it rolling there, stud. We're we're, we're talking, we're reading lists. I'm working. Oh, we sent Nicholas Pepe to Nice. Breast this weekend, apparently. Uh huh. I know it's nice. And then we sent eight. Oh, here we go. Hector Bellerin went to Barcelona on a free, and Ainsley Maitland Niles went to Southampton on loan. Very good. Uh, which is interesting. Actually, a pro- probably a great pickup for them, to be honest. Ashton Villa. Here we go. Diego Carlos came in from Sevilla for $26 million. Don't know what position he plays. Don't know what he's doing. Central Hasn't defense. featured yet for the no, club, he does he's he? He's played. He's played. He's been starting every fucking match next to Mings. Yeah, he's the starting central defender. That's interesting. I, I, I haven't heard his name yet. Anyway, Coutinho uh, officially made his loan permanent uh, for seventeen million pounds from Barcelona. Uh, Bubakar Kamara came in on a free from Marseille. Good, you take that Bubakar right down to the championship. Mm, he's not uh, doing nothing for him so far. So he's not doing anything for him so far. Don't pay attention to me. You keep going. I'm just going to chime in. You Eyes on the prize, stud. Read that list. I tried to, and then he interrupted me. Uh, Robin Olsen from Roma came in. Rory Wilson came in interrupt from Rangers. Ton, stud. Just keep fucking reading. Uh, Ludwig. See, look at that. He's capable Justin of doing Schoen it, boys and girls. Came in from Sevilla. Uh, Leander Dendonker uh, came in from Wolves, obviously for a $13 million fee. And Jan Benderek came in from Southampton just on loan, though, which is an interesting uh, development, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. Didn't want to take the chance on Benderek. They, uh, wow, that's disrespectful. Uh, Courtney House, House mm-hmm. went to Watford on loan. Yep. Uh, it's kind of disrespectful, that. Uh, Kane Kessler Aiden went to Huddersfield on loan. Uh, Carney. Hold on. Chukwemeka went to Chelsea for $20 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brazilian The Brazilian Wesley went to Levante. Uh Matt Target, obviously, we knew about. They loaned him and uh, just made it official. Went $15 million. Uh, Trezeguet, whose actual name is not fucking Trezeguet, uh, went to Trabzon Spore uh, for an unclosed fee. Nobody else anyone gives a shit about, so we're just going to move on. Yeah, Agassi went to uh, PSV. 
Who? El Ghazi went to PSV. His orig- one of his original clubs. Oh, Anwar El Ghazi. Yeah. Here he is. Yeah. I said it so we can keep it rolling. Aaron Ramsey, not that one. Also went to Lord uh Nort. Yep. Bournemouth. They've brought in Marcus Tavernier. Tavernier. Mm-hmm. If you're white. Yeah, he went scored. To, uh, brought him in from Middlesbrough. Rather, he scored in the five. opener. What? He scored in the opener against Villa. I never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that. We did a show on it. I don't yep. know who that is. I don't expect you to remember watch much right now there, Stud. Keep reading the list. Joe Rotwell uh, went to Black... or came in from Blackburn on a free. Uh, Rot usually comes in for free, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, Ryan Fredericks from West Ham on a free. Neto from Barcelona for an undisclosed fee. Neto went to mm-hmm. Bournemouth. Fuck off. Mm. Uh, Marco Sensei, Tennessee, came in from Fine Order for an undisclosed fee, and Jack Steffens came in from Southampton mm-hmm. on a loan. They got rid of a boatload of players you never heard of. Brentford brought in Aaron Hickey uh, from Bologna for eighteen million. Max Dickoff from Stockport Town on a free. Is that Paul Dickoff's son? I, I do don't not know. Think that's a very well established last name. Yeah. yeah. Well, get your dick on and keep Max, it in the list. Max Wilcock, Keen Lewis Potter, twenty million they spent on him. Mm-hmm. That's a mm. Ky, oh, Kyrie's Lisby, who sounds like somebody Tegan goes to school uh, school with. Mm-hmm. Uh, came in from Watford on a free transfer, and Thomas Strakosha came in from Lazio on a free as well. Ben May uh, is probably the big one, and Matthias Jurgensen, who was unattached. Mm-hmm. So apparently, I had a chance to join Brentford because I was also unattached. I think Carly would say otherwise. Uh, Uh, she'd probably ship me off in a heartbeat forgive us everybody Uh, Sam needs to take a little drink in fact he is finishing the Mai Tai yes the Mai Tai is now fully drank attaboy only 16 more clubs to go I don't remember where it was Uh, you were on Brentford there stud not the list. I don't remember the player. Who's the last player I said? Dick off. Oh, dick off. I don't even see dick off on the list. Did I punch the board? I didn't say dick off last, you cunt. Okay, who'd you say last? I don't know. Anyway, they're out. out Max out. Dikov. That was one you had asked. It's absolutely outward one you players. would. Yeah. No, he was an inward player. It was, it was somebody unattached. It was Jorgensen. 
Okay, very good. Who was unattached, because I made the joke that I could play for him then. Yep, keep going, uh, stud. A uh, lot of people left. A lot of people left. Brentford. I'm just going to read the names then. Uh, Miles Pert Harris went to Forest Green. Tariq Fosu went to Stoke on loan. Uh, that sounds like a, a nice Japanese appetizer. Mads Bidstrup went to Nordsjylland. Norsjelland on loan. And that sounds like something I'd like to happen to me in a massage parlor. A Norsjelland? Okay. Got it. <laughs> no, I want a Mads Bidstrup. A Mads Bidstrup. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Graham, the only one that matters is Christian Erickson. He left. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but Paris Magama also went out. Ben Hockenhole. Hockenhole. Terrible last name. Gustav uh, Mogensen, not Morganson, Mogensen, mm-hmm. which is funny. Uh, how, how about you make your way named, downtown? Walk fast. There's a guy named Jacko. Uh, his last name is not Lantern, which is unfortunate. It is Ock. Jacko Oxen left there. Never heard of him. Obviously, Christian Erickson uh, on a Free transfer, Lewis Gordon, Max Haygarth, blah, 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 blah. Nobody else cares. There's also no jokes in their name. Brighton. Making your uh, way downtown. In, talking fast. Read this list. You're a seagull. Go fuck yourself. Uh, okay. Do, 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 so do, do. Brighton brought in Billy Gilmore. If you don't want me to do the real thing, then... I don't know why we didn't listen to my real suggestion of doing it on Monday. Okay, well, keep it going there, stud. You're good. My job is to fuck with you while you read the list. Your job is try to concentrate and read the list. Billy Gilmore came in, obviously. Uh, but the big weird one is Purvis Estupinen. Oh, that's a name. Yeah, and Purvis is in this country typically like an old white woman name. Mm-hmm. Like old money. Mm-hmm. But this is a, I think, Colombian or Ecuadorian man mm-hmm. whose name is Purvis. What's the and last name again? funny. What's the last name again? Estupinen. There you go. That's not bad. You're, you're doing all right there, Mr. Graham. I am Spanish. They let go of Matt Clark, Shane Duffy, Mark Kukurea, Yves Basuma, Leo Ostergaard, Cochran, Jason Lumby, Erlick, M.A., It's too much like enema. Yeah. Like you wanted it up the butt. <laughs> I was uh, say, that looks like Simon they lost a lot of players. Ingra also left. Hayden Roberts, Cal Rushworth, Finn Talley, Tudor, Luda. Why would you release them? He's part of the Tudors. You're going to die. <laughs> Lars, Lars Dendonker got released. Mm-hmm. Adam Dubois. These are some famous names. 
John Lucero. Wasn't he in a fucking Batman movie? <laughs> I, I don't know, Mr. Graham. You know better than I. We know you are the I, movie reference genius. Music reference, too. <laughs> Jemai <laughs> Qureshi. Jemai Sharona? Tenonomo. Tenonomo. Heard. That's how you pronounce it. I'm dead sure. Abdallah Deposima. I'm sure I know why he got loaned out. Fucking racist cunt. Uh, Tyler Richard. Taylor Richard, sorry. Mark Leonard. Jen, Neil Mope went to Everton. Undisclosed. There we go. There's an actual fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Finally, this list of shit. Palace, one of my favorite clubs to talk about. Not Only Chelsea. Running five players. Not Chelsea. I thought uh, we go in alphabetical order there, stud. CH comes before CR. I scrolled that fast. You scrolled that oh, fast. I did scroll that fast. I did. Chelsea. Yeah, like it was never a mess up. Mark career for sixty. Sam, can you do me a solid real quick? Uh huh. Pull up your calculator. Gotcha. You ready? Yep. Sixty. Uh huh. Plus. Uh huh. Forty-seven point five. Okay, who was that? Worry about it. Okay. Uh, plus thirty-three. Okay. Plus 20. Okay. Plus 16.8. Uh huh. Plus 75. Okay. Plus 10.3. point six. Million pound uh, on Mark Cucurea, Raheem Sterling, Eddie Beach came in. Not sure we're going to see him again. Uh, he came in from Southampton for an undisclosed fee, so it was not on that uh, that uh, ticker. Kaladu uh, uh, Kulabali came in from Napoli for thirty three. Two years after multiple clubs were uh, selling, um, uh, bidding a hundred million pound on him, Omar Hutchinson uh, came. Uh, sorry, came in for free. Nobody cares. Uh, Carney Chukamaweka to Chukwemeka Chukwemeka. Uh, came in from Aston Villa for twenty million. Um, somebody never never heard of that twat. Cesar Casaday, mm-hmm. never heard of him. Came in for sixteen point eight. Wesley Fofana, obviously seventy five million. The fee they ended up uh, dealing with, and fucking Barcelona made ten point three million dollars. On a bomb and yang after we just told him to piss off. 
Anyway, they also loaned out or sold a fair amount of players for a decent amount of profit. Oh, you I forgot they did get um, Zakaria. They got Zakaria from uh, Juventus on loan as well. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 players have either left Chelsea on loan or in permanent. Tons of uh, loans. One of the they f- love to loan people. 29. One of the funniest things I see on this list, though, mm-hmm. is Andreas Christensen. Going to Barcelona, who are better than Chelsea, run. Mm -hmm. They still suck, don't get me wrong, but they're better than Chelsea. He went there on a free. Yep. Uh, Well, Drinkwater finally got released. Um, You had um, Barkley finally got released. Like people, they were just trying to unload that they couldn't unload. There's a couple of a couple of big ones, and of course, Billy Gilmore went out on a uh, permanent. But a lot of what they do, it just tends to be loans. They do it every year, right, yeah. Sammy? They do absolutely. And Palace have brought in five players: uh, Malcolm Abwagbwe, uh, mm-hmm. Sam Johnston, Shake Decore, and Kofor Balma came in uh, to Palace. Let a boatload of fucking players go, but I don't see an actual name. Forgot about Chris Richards. Uh, I brought him in too. Aiden Steele. Aiden Steele. Yeah, looks like a Maybe lot. Maybe I know. Lot of lot of uh, releases and some uh, loans out there. Uh, Everton had a fair few signings. Uh, Connor Cody came in on loan. Amadou, oh, Nana, oh, what's my name? Came in from Lille for $33.5 million. Jesus Christ. A lot of money to spend on that person. Uh, Ruben Vinagre, uh, Vinagre Mel uh, is what his name is. Uh, The only one I'll probably get fucking right. right. Came in from Sporting Lisbon on loan. Mm hmm. I don't even know what position he actually plays. Left wing back. Left wing back. Nice. Uh, Mikolinko's counting his his days. Um, James Tarkovsky came in from Burnley on a free. Dwight McNeil, obviously. Neil Mope. Undisclosed, undisclosed, because Everton are running a financial fair play fucking uh, Magic Aladdin. Somewhere around 10 million. Somewhere around 10 million. Yeah, supposedly, but it was undisclosed, so you don't know, do you? Adrisa Gay came back to the club uh, from PSG in his unsuccessful jaunt uh, for eight million pounds. And James Garner, whoever the fuck that is, it was really two million. From, two million. Two million plus. Manchester United for fifteen million dollars. Yep, there we go. 
I don't even know who that is. James Gardner, a youth player who didn't really get any. He got a couple of runouts with uh, United, but uh, was at Forest and helped Forest get promoted last year. Good, mm. good young box to box midfielder. Nathan Broadhead got released. Obviously, Rashalison left. Reese's, John Joe Kenny uh, went to Hertz Berlin. Well, that's a weird choice. Check to soon to shoot this. That makes sense. Harry uh, Tire Tire Tire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went to uh, Chester FC. Zhao Virginia went to uh, Camber. Yep. Online, I don't know who that is. Uh, Fabian Delph is gone. Yep. That's a shame. He was just uh, too expensive. Garcia, gone. Just, just fuck off, mate. Sebastian Christensen, Harry Hagen, uh, Andy Lunigan, gone. Just everyone fucking gone. Most of these are loans. Patrick Nash, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Well, obviously, he's in fucking jail, mate. No, he's uh, playing Jack. for. Uh, he's playing in Turkey. He's playing for Galatasaray. He is uh, not what? in jail. Gilfie is not in jail. What? He's not in jail. No, I heard the words. I'm trying to make them make sense. Right. Well, he's not in jail, so keep it rolling. Your job is to read a list. It's not to make sense of anything, Graham. Jack Stewart, whoever that is, is now going. Ryan Astley Astley Mm -hmm. went to Accrington on Mm -hmm. loan. Uh, Stanley. Maybe that had something to do with it. Ellis Sims went to Sunderland. Louis Dobbin. Deli Ali went to Besiktas. Jean-Philippe Bauman went to Trabzonspor. Yep. You're just shipping off a load of cunts. And uh, apparently also um, Andres Gomez has been uh, loaned out to Lil as well. Yeah, I see that here. And Lewis Warrington went to Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. Problem is, there's no more Joey Barton, so what the fuck are you going to learn? Well, Fleetwood's just up the road. They're close to well, um, They brought in Shane Duffy from Brighton on loan. Burden Leno, obviously, from Arsenal for $8 million. Callum McFarlane from uh, Bakersfield College. All right. To, from Bakersfield College. Or, I'm sorry, Bradfield College, the Premier League. They'll make the jump. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Zhao Paulinha, they brought in, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, from Sporting uh, for $20 mil. Andreas Perea from Manchester United for ten million. Uh, Christian Sekularak came in from Juventus on a free. Never heard of him. Uh, Maynor Salomon came in from Shakhtar Donetsk. Kevin Mbabu from Wolfsburg. Issa Diop from West Ham. William from Corinthians. On the old free transfer, a former Arsenal player again showing up at the uh, at, at Stamford Bridge. It's a blah blah. Uh, Dan James came from Leeds on loan. Then go Fabio Cavallio uh, to Liverpool, who just scored the winner. Maybe should have kept him. Did you say Carlos Vinicius came in as well? He came in too. 
from Ben Benfica. Well, you were talking about the loan out, so I thought you were already going to players out. Vinicius came in today. Vinicius. Yes. Okay. All right. So who's gone? You said Carvalho. Carvalho went to Liverpool. Just scored the fucking winner against him. That's a very Newcastle thing to do. Uh, except for he played for Fulham. Sam's now drinking more beer. Oh, that's a point hard. Fulham? Uh, Carvalho played for Fulham, and you said it was a very Newcastle thing to do. You're confusing your black and white teams there, Sammy. Keep reading the list. Come on. Let's keep it going. Well, now I'm trying to find where it was on the list. Here we go. Fabio Carvalho. Oh, yeah. From falling to right. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Andre Frank Zambo and Guisa is no longer um, smoothing out the ice on the Newcastle Ice Arena. Zambo and Brownie. Mm, right. Same thing. Again, not the Newcastle uh, he came Ice in Arena. From Napoli. John Ice Michael Seri came in from Hall City. God, his career is falling apart. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, these are people that have left. Yes. Never mind. He left to go to Hull City. Even still, that's a terrible move. I don't appreciate it. Rodrigo Minez, uh, he's in the next upcoming film with the uh, what's-her-name-about-something. Uh, Frankie Minez is a joke there. Uh, Timmy Abraham. Uh, possibly related to Tammy. Most parents of kids with similar names are just cunts. And, but he went to Estoril yeah, uh-huh. on a free transfer, so I assume he's not very good. Oh, you don't say. Tye Ashby Hammond. Interesting. I might be related to this guy. He went to Stevenage on my uh, Kieran, Sonny. Well, his last name's Hilton. That might be something. Uh, Steven, Sessignon, Jacob, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Julian, there's a ton of Jillians here. It's wild. All right, Leeds. They brought in one, two, three. Eight players. Joe Robles, uh, Tyler Adams, obviously Leipzig. Brennan Aronson, you'll be familiar with, is uh, American as well, uh, just like Tyler. 24.7 million from Redburg. Uh, uh, Salzburg. Darko Diaby. Rasmus Christensen. Marco Roca, Luis Instiata, Sonny Perkins. I feel like you're in trouble. We got Rufino Noto. Can go through. Bert, is he back yet? Yeah, he's back. He just had to go pee. Read, read the list, stud. Read the list, stud. Oh, 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 look who came in with that hitting their own mute hey, button. Come on, you can do it. 
right. Uh, Rafinha went to Barcelona finally for fifty-five million. I don't think they're going to be able to register him. It is what it is. Uh, uh, Calvin Phillips obviously gone fifty million. So there's a hundred and five. Dan James went to Fulham, probably hundred seven and a half. You all right there, Keller? Oh yeah, I was waiting to be back. <laughs> just please keep reading, buddy. I'm just uh I was just turning on the power to keep my computer going because it's a ten percent battery there, stud. Keep reading the list. You well, don't I worry about me, pause. worry about you. Third pause. You would see every leads. There is yes, you have read leads. All right, nobody else passed who I talked about matters at all. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lester, they only brought in Alexis Smithies. Mm-hmm. I want to pronounce smoothies. And, and then they brought in a great name. You got this one? There's one other. Mel, listen what? to this name. You don't have it on your list? Who they brought in from Reams? Wout, W-O-U-T, Faze, F-A-E-S. Wout Face. Sounds like a belt face, doesn't it? It's a pretty fucking fabulous name. It sounds like a lot of things, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. All right, kid, who's gone from Lester? We're losing a Mel. He's fading back and falling through and... Lester, uh, Lexus Smithies came in from Cardiff. About face came in from Rem and uh-huh. Frost. You're gonna about face on his career here in a bit. Heard. Uh, Amza Chowdhury went to Watford. Casper mm-hmm. Schmeichel went to Nice. Mm-hmm. About to play Brest. Fancy in both, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I forgot where it was. Schmeichel. Voontai mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dolly Campbell is in Cardiff for free for some reason. Tyree Shade. Will Russ. I don't even know who these cunts are. The big one would be Wesley Fufana. That's definitely the case. I'll help you out there. I'll give you the assist there, stud. You're drinking. That's important. You need to keep drinking your beer there. So why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us about Liverpool, who all they bring in. Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Darwin Nunez from Benfica, $85 fucking million. Mm-hmm. Million pound, rather. Uh, Fabio Carvalho from Fulham. It's already got a couple goals. He's doing great. That'll be a coup. And Archer Mello came in from Juventus on loan. I do find it very hysterical that they uh, wanted a midfielder, so they brought in an injured midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> to go along with Tyler their Moore, Ben Davies, other injured midfielders. Owen Beck, Nico Williams, Divock Origi, Loris Karius, Shea Oju, Ben Woodburn, Elijah Dixon, Boner. 
Lewis Longstaffy. Minamino, that's a big name that's gone from them. Reese Williams. Yeah. Got loaned to Blackpool. Yeah. Sepp Vandenberg, who they brought in, they automatically loaned him out to uh, Schalke. That's a big one. Correct. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Nico Williams, they lost to Nottingham Forest. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, get into Manchester City there, stud? I'll help you with the outs. You handle the ins, okay? Erling Holland, obviously, is the big one. He is paid off immediate dividends. Yeah, big time. Uh, top scorer in the league so far. Uh, Stefan Ortega, Callum Phillips, Sergio Gomez, and Manuel Agnaggi. Agnaggi was today to help them Ag- with the uh, central defense. Agnaggi. Yep. Uh, apparently, Swiss. All right. <laughs> On the uh, outs, Fernandinho finally uh, retired, I believe. Well, he got released, but I believe he retired as well. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, of course, is gone. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Zach Steffen went to loan at Middlesbrough, where I don't even think he's starting, which sucks. Uh, Zinchenko, of course, went to uh, Arsenal. And that's really it on the big names. That's it on the big names there. So why don't you go ahead and get into Manchester United, Sammy? Want to let you boys and girls know he's having a hard time even focusing. He is. He's. You can see the sweat glistening on his arms. He is that hammer timed. You got it, Sammy. We're almost there. Uh, we're talking about United, right? Yep. Man United. Who's coming in? Casemiro is a big one, obviously. Uh, the Night of Living Dead and Christian Eriksen came in for free because who would pay for a fucking zombie? Lissandro Martinez came in for a big fee. Tyro Malasia came in for a decent-sized fee. He's, he's been a nice Eric uh, Bailly got fucked off. Alex Tellez got fucked off. Paul Pogba fucked off. Wamata fucked off. Jesse Lingard fucked off. Uh, Nemanja Matic went to run on a free transfer. Edison Gavani got fucked off yeah. uh, and told to leave on a free. I can't believe they just ruined these contracts. They loan out. I mean, these, are, these are important fucking people here. They loaned out. Um, they did loan out uh, Dean Henderson, but then uh, loan in Martin Dubravka. Yeah, and that's a big deal with Lester. Mm-hmm. Why would you not go for one of or the other of these two cunts? Apparently, they got faith in Ward. That's who they're going to stick with. And then, of course, uh, James, James Gardner went to Everton. doesn't show that. Uh, all right, and kid. If big, if big Sam has a feeling, quote-unquote, fucking run from it. Right. All right, you ready to read off Newcastle? We're right down the home stretch, buddy. We're almost there. You can do it. Uh, Matt Tarjay, Nick Pope, Steve Botfly, <laughs> MacArthur from Kilmarnock. Who the fuck is that? And Alexander Isaac, obviously. Yep, very big one. Let go, Kieran Clark, Jake Tuner, Jack Young. 
Oishin. Yeah, you got Isaac. Dwight Gale and uh, Isaac Hayden. They got rid of both of them, too. Mohamed Sanagre. It's not showing me everything on the app here. All right. Well, Mr. Graham. Oh. Here, Mr. Graham. This is going to be a big one. I need you to hunk. I need to hunker down. Get yourself ready. Play with your hair. Get yourself focused. I don't even want you to read the outs because it's just a bunch of players that they had loaned in last year that helped get them promoted. They have literally changed their entire fucking team. Sam, please read off the 23 people that Nottingham Forest has brought in since promotion. They have spent the same amount of money as Chelsea fucking did. It's a long list, cut. Mm-hmm. It is. That's, buddy. That's why I'm trying to help you here. Martin Gibbs White, Remo Fjordler, Chikute, Dennis, Orel Mangala, maybe they'll. Oh, cunt. Fuck. Come on, you got this. Keep it going, stud. I'm trying to find everybody else to go off, man. Uh, shit, I have nothing to talk here. You can't read the list? No? Okay, I've got nothing to talk here, Mel. That's what he just said. All right, so we have... Uh, Ryan Hammond, uh, Teyao Anoe, uh, Dean Henderson, uh, Julian Abinacone, uh, Musa Nikate, Omar Richards, Nico Williams, Wayne Hennessy, uh, Brandon Agrelia, uh, Harry Tufalo, Lewis O'Brien, Jesse Lingard, Orel Mangala, Emmanuel Dennis, Chietu Coyote, Remo Fueller, Morgan Gibbs White, Huang Yujo, uh, Renan Loney, and then today they got the Willie. They have Willie Bali, Josh Bowler, and Luca Bade from Olympiaco. So uh, they got everybody. Uh, they did do a lot of releases, but most of these, as I mentioned before, these are guys who just kind of basically help get them up in the league. Sammy, can you handle the next? We're uh, to Southampton. All we got left is Southampton, Tottenham, West Ham, and Wolves. Can you do it? Can you do it, Sammy? Wolves has no natural predators. Okay. Well, wolves wolves have no natural predators. That's true, but we're on Southampton. (laughs) And you don't need to worry about the outs. I've got the outs for you. That might be the show title. Wolves have (laughs) no natural predators. Yes, that might be the show title. I, I, in fact, Mel, uh, executive decision, that is the show title. You want stuff for Leicester? Uh, Sam, we're, we're on Southampton. Can you read Southampton's list? Oh. <laughs> That's a lot further away. Uh, Armel Bell, uh, Cooch, Snap. Mm hmm. Cooch I there like it better than a scoop snap. That was a, kind of a little pinchy. Uh-huh. Keep it going. 
Lavia, obviously, we talked about uh, Romeo. Mm hmm. Joe. Arebo, yeah. Mara. <laughs> no, nobody gives a shit about anything you've done. Uh, it's Ash- all undisclosed face. Ashley, Nathan, Miles, that's a good one. Uh, they did lose uh, Frazier Foster. They law, uh, Shane Long finally released. Uh, of course, they did lose uh, Oriel Romeo today. They uh, sent him on and uh, Jack Stevens as well. So they're clearly making a move to a younger side. Sammy, I'm going I'm to help you out here. You're looking really rough, buddy, okay? Mel, Mel, should mm-hmm. I tap myself in for Mr. Graham here? We got to get through this. We do have a first. Mr. Graham is that hammered. He cannot finish the list. Uh, Tottenham. Ivan Perisic comes in on the free. Frazier Froster comes over from Southampton. Yves Basuma, Richarlison, um, and uh, uh, along with that, uh, Christian Romero as well. Um, and that's Clement Legent. That's really about it for them. Uh, <clears throat> on the outs, not a ton. I know that uh, Harry Winks eventually got loaned. Uh, Steven Bergvine got moved on, but a lot of the rest of it is uh, younger players that got released. West Ham. Nayef Argard, Alphonse Areola, uh, Pat is now on a free. He was loaned last year. He's finally their permanent. Um, Patrick Kelly, Flynn Downs, uh, Gina Luca Samakia for up top, Maxwell Cornet. Uh, Thalo Carer, who so far has done a penalty, given up a penalty, and also uh, scored an own goal. And then, of course, uh, Emerson and Lucas Paqueta today that they got at the end. Uh, the really big notable one ultimately for West Ham, uh, obviously Ryan Fredericks is gone and David Martin got released, but Mark Noble retired from the game and he is a kick-ass player. Uh, Wolverhampton. Odd did not bring in as much as they as they let let go, and they were already a pretty thin team as it was. Nathan Collins has come in and slid right into being one of the starting uh, defenders now. Giancarlo um, Guedes from Valencia, Mateus Nunez, who's been an immediate impact, and then they did pick up a striker from uh, Stuttgart, Sasa uh, Sasha uh, Kala Disnik. Now the outgoings. Sammy, are you with me? Are you there? Sammy, did you pass out on us? Boys and girls, Sam Graham has passed out on us. Mel, you're going to have to help me finish this one. I wish. I, I wish. Can we get a screenshot of this? Graham. Oh, my God. He's snoring. <laughs> this is brilliant. He's snoring. <laughs> okay, Mel, this is kind of worth it, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's finish out. Oh, there we go. I got a screenshot. You got a screenshot? I love it. Let's finish out the uh, transfers. It's just the outgoings for Wolves, and then we are done, young lady. And then so, we're just going to leave him there. Don't mean to text Carly. Are we? Are we we're going to we're gonna ring his phone and wake him up. Do we have any uh, responsibility to this? We do. The big, uh, the big moves is... Um, uh, Connor Cody's gone. Morgan Gibbs White is gone. Willie Bali is gone. Leonard Dendecker is gone. Roman Saiz is gone. And those were all pretty. 
pretty darn important players to their uh, lineup, but they did keep Nieves and Nieto, which are key for them. And uh, Mel, that is going to wrap up the trans the drunken transfer recap because it's not just drunken. Oh my God, it is past the motherfuck out recap. We are almost at four hours of recording. Can we go to bed now? Let's go to bed, uh, boys and girls. This has uh, been a show. <laughs> That's for damn sure. All right, just shh. I just want to silence our mics for a second. Until next week, everybody. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, yay, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Get the fucking new button!